years of engineering research, new pioneering technology, unrivaled performance, a turning point for the automotive industry. Introducing the new Honda Glasgow. The first car in the world powered entirely by Scottish people swearing. Fucking hell, man. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves. This is Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into a wonderful world of nonsense to see what treasures it can throw up for us. Joining me today with his secondhand foot spa and stories of grief, it's the glamour puss of Hackney, Adam Furman. Thank you very much, sir. Another. Hair the colour of brown Curled beyond belief Nasally he's blocked Tends to attract moths Unexpectedly Won't you take the time Find his pics online God, he's in his prime Trousers so sublime Hair the colour of brown Nasally he's blocked Tends to attract moths Hair the colour of brown. There you go. <laughs> Brought a tear to my eye, that one. It's emotional, isn't it? <sighs> and maybe just goes on slightly too long. Mate, thank you very much. Oh, welcome. Absolute pleasure to be here. I, I think you, you did fail to point out that I'm also wearing a shirt the colour of... Brown. Yeah. Different shades of brown. Um, now, also joining us in the studio today is the fabulous Mr. Dan Mosley. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thank yeah, you for having me. No worries. Welcome. Um... Dan, I'm assuming your name is derived from Mosey, <laughs> as into Mosey, or I'm having a Mosey over to Asda. I need some brioche buns and a tube of Borsan. That's incorrect. It's, it's actually, a, oh. yeah, it's actually a small village outside of Birmingham where Mosley <laughs> right. Shoals okay. is one of the most famous exports. Nothing to do with to Mosey? Well, I mean, it could be. Can it be for this? I it can. To make me feel better. I think, it, uh, I believe you're probably more a- accurate than, yeah. than Mr. Can you, can you, is We've all moseyed. Mm. Is, all mosey, moseyed. is it a country and western thing? It's a way of walking, to have a mosey. Ah, right. Going to mosey over to the shops, going to mosey over to Asda. What's a posy? <laughs> is that from the song? I po- don't know. A pocket full of posies. Uh, yeah, so what is, what's a posy? It stops the plague. Ah. It does. Is, is, we can't have someone on the podcast who actually knows what things are. It's a bit much. <laughs> is it a hanky? expert, yeah. Dan Mosley. It's a hanky. Oh, no, actually, I, I, I remember, they, it's where they wore those kind of gigantic masks with the nose, and they put oh, all the... the nose doctor, the plague doctor. They put, uh, was it, um, is it Eau de Parfum at the front of the nose? Yeah. No, it was... Um, it was um, Potpourri. Po- potpourri. Yeah. The plague yeah. doctor used to wear a mask with an elongated snout. Yeah. He would stuff potpourri in the end so he didn't smell the waft of the dead. Yes, yeah, like a, 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 a walking ant- a, yeah. a human anteater. That would be a strange yeah. sight to sort of walk along Victorian Street seeing a, a long-nosed man stinking of potpourri shoveling dead into the back of a wagon. Well, I saw a few on the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stepped yeah. out your front door. Bring out your dead! Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah very yeah, good. It's another day in London. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dan, I've spent some time looking into your employment past. Oh dear. You've had a very interesting career. Head of Ethernet cables at Maplins. <sighs> Assistant head of Rapids time. at Centre Parks Longleat. Yeah. Currently head of Sea Shanties at P&O Ferries. 
It's a big job. It's a big job. Yeah. I've actually taken a day off to come here. Have you? So, yeah. you know, there's a there's a sea shanty less day. Well, so what so what do they need sea shanties for at PO? Well, you know, if you've brought a family over and you're going over to Calais for the day, you're gonna need a song. Yes. And I so think you're there to pr- are you on each each one each I, day? I mainly just direct the songs, I don't actually sing the songs. Okay. That's uh, actually one of the reasons I met Adam mm. in the first place. I you're think a conductor. I'm a conductor slash yeah. Inspirational figure for the shanty, and, and Adam Adam's a sea shanty enthusiast. Absolutely, and together we put together a sea sa- uh, a selection of sea shanty harmonies. Okay, well it's great to dive into Dan's past and look at some of those jobs. Head yeah. of Rapids at Centre Parks Longleat. Thanks for doing that. Hang on, when, yeah. when what? When was that? Well, it's a thing that a lot of people don't know about Longleat. Longleat has lions and rapids. Yeah, it's a great combination. Uh, well, I, I've never had an invite. Uh, can you still get backstage at Longleat? <laughs> backstage at Centre Parks? Yeah. On the rapids? Mm. Was it, it's the, well, the rapids there have got a very unique. They go outside. Yeah. Like all of them do that. Back inside again. Yeah, that's not unique. That's, that is unique. That's unique. They all do that now. They all do it. They've always, oh, God, always done was, it. That's the selling the point of Centre Parks. Yeah. Rapids manager. That was, that was a very difficult and unsafe manoeuvre. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. It was, you know, it was great times on the rapids at Longleat. Um, yeah, I love the way you say that. Men. The Longleat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, you should have told me. But yeah. I'm sorry, actually, it is your birthday, so I, I actually bought you something today. Oh, oh, wow. What's this? What's it's this? a uh, cake you've never tried before. It's going to be quite rusty at the start. Um, oh, I'm excited. But it is a yum yum. Oh. A, y- a yum um, yum. You were uh, quite excited to try these out. You've never had one, apparently. That's what I've heard. Never had a yum yum, no. I'd, I'm intrigued. Look at that. That's and for, for anyone who doesn't know what a yum yum is, yeah. I think, uh, what's the best way? It's like a gold bullion bar, yeah. but made of pastry dipped in icing sugar. That's like such a good description. That's exactly that. It, yeah, I, it's I like often a farmer's finger, in. which tastes fantastic. A sweet farmer's finger. It looks like a deep fried Mars bar. Go um, on, all right, have a bite. So, yeah. Mm. Well, can okay. you try and talk and describe it as you as you chomp? It's got the smell of uh, icing sugar and um, butter. Wait, it it tastes um, well. It tastes fantastic. You know, I'm trying to trying to put put it into words. Um, very, very sweet, sugary. Um, yeah. I, I want to say, it's, do you know what it is? It's like an elongated finger of donut. Yeah, I can hear the sugar moving around your teeth, which mm. is deeply, deeply unsettling. I, I want more, but I'm, well, well I'm, I'm if I have too much sugar. It's my favourite one. Yeah. It was your birthday yes, well, yeah. at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good time, didn't we? We did. But I was positioned, went for a meal, and you sat me next to some of your friends. Uh, and they, uh, they imparted some info on me. Do you want to say where I sat you? Yeah, so there's a big long table. Mm-hmm. There was a seating plan, wasn't there? There was. But then there was another table which was disconnected and further down from the large one. That's it was right. the kiddies' table. Correct. And I took deep offence. Mm-hmm. Hence, actually, pressing people for info on yeah. you and your past. One of your good friends yeah, I wonder has her. told me when you go home, you have an eating apron. Yeah, that's. Which you wear for every meal at home. Yes. That's... To stop yourself getting messy. That's correct, yes. Um... Do explain. Well, uh, when I was younger, I used to, you know, occasionally be partial to the old, um, you know, Moroccan woodbine. Uh, I used to go to McDonald's straight after. Yeah. And um, I knew the girl in there. Yeah. And we had a bit of a thing. Yeah. Uh, she, she'd often toss the, uh, the, the food at me. And ah. one time, uh, she sent me so much food, it was wrapped in almost like one of these uh, bags, but it was actually her apron. And I'm not sure if she was wearing anything underneath. And the apron was a McDonald's apron. And ever since then, I've had it at home. Almost like a drug smuggler being thrown a parcel mm. of weed, but you're, you're right. being thrown chicken patties in yeah. an apron. Bizarre turn, but that's why I started wearing the apron as a homage to her. Sounds more like a kangaroo with chips. Yes. 
Yeah, that's I'm picturing you in your car driving past at speed through the drive-through windows, mm. and then her going, uh, throwing it through, and you catching it without stopping. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty. Thanks, yeah, Margaret. Not far off that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a lovely lady. Anyway, so I've always wanted a homage to her. Oh, good. Um, yeah, not just to keep you clean. No. Well, I mean that was part of it. I mean. It, it's very hard to keep food off me. Yeah, you get very messy. Your fingers get very sticky. Yeah, look at that. I see at least three stains already. The sta- yeah, um, a, yeah. I think I've got. I, I had a Domino's on the way here. And, Ooh, um, a morning Domino's. Yeah, it was half of one yesterday. I had it. I had half yesterday. At that is awful. Felicities, and then uh, and then the other half this morning. Uh, you know, kind of, I finish the box yeah. or finish what I want in the box, yeah. and then I put it outside the door to forget about it because I feel awful. Right. I see. And then the next morning, I open it, and and the smell catches me again, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that. Yeah. Really Apparently, they're better when they're cold. Um, tell yeah. me about the Christmas room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, that was set up, um, I think, one Christmas about four, 13 years ago mm. uh, in our dining room. Uh, the dining rooms are very rarely used, so we, we made it into a Christmas room. Well, made it into a, a room for Christmas, yeah. and we decorated with old tinsel, yeah. um, crackers, uh, you know, party hats. Um, party crackers, yeah. not Jacobs. No, party crackers and, and crackers. Oh, okay. Um, and then um, my my parents just decided to stop uh, taking the decorations down, <laughs> so the decorations stayed up. Yeah. <laughs> but then they got even more kind of lazy, yeah. so they they left the cake yeah. and uh, some of the food, the cheese, unwrapped presents. Uh, we just kept <laughs> going back there every year and kind of starting where we. And that yeah. was Eastbourne's top three yeah. tourist attraction. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, and then it, it kind of like became unused, but they, yeah. all the decorations stayed up, so it then became a haven for some of my raving friends. The source told me that there would be a piece of gammon in the Christmas room, yeah. which would stay there for weeks, weeks on end, and yeah. if he was to go around your house, you go, before we go out, sorry, I'm just going to grab a slice, and you nip into the Christmas room and, and just chop <laughs> off a bit of gammon for the road. Is that true? That's absolutely true. I like my crumbed ham. The yellow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big, big uh, so other things I've witnessed this week, I wonder if you can help me. Um, a woman sucking egg off her boyfriend fingernails well what do you want help with there tell yeah. me why what why what i'll t- give you i'll give you a bit of background i was having brunch uh, with natasha and i looked to my left and there was a couple probably quite in love well it must be if she was doing that the girl had the man's fingers in her mouth and was sucking egg off the nails in an erotic way or just a cleanliness way it was more of as if she was care you know a carer perhaps he did have like a wrist strap Maybe he'd hurt himself roller skating or something. I mean, that makes it very hard to wash your hands. Exactly. So she was right. She's just doing it from um, a practical point of view. How was she sat? How was she sat? How she sat? Very close because they were hugging, on almost his, in a hug. On his lap? The, n- no, because it's a restaurant. But mm. you know, and the fingers were just passed across, and she was sucking egg. Passed across. Them. Yeah, he passed the fingers across the table. Almost like royalty when when someone yeah. wants you to kiss. Their I mean, ring. yeah, the, suck the two the of egg. you are across the table from each other now. Adam's got quite sugary hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Could you maybe do? A I can't think of an amount of money that no. I would do that for. I no. Think, no. Back away. Just, just one finger. Come on, one no, finger. No, because you'll make the microphone sticky. Well, no, I won't. You can go straight in. Come on. If you lick I'm it not clean. Suck it. Put, sit down. Look, look at him. He, he hates it when we take control from him. Uh, is it a known thing, moving on, is it a known thing that all babies look like old men? Mm. Can I tell you where this comes from? I've got a photo, yeah. I've seen a man, I was on a flight, long, long flight, and I saw a man, probably 40, 50 years old, he was the dad, cradling a large-headed boy child on the flight. And the boy, he looked like an old man that had been shrunken and turned into a child by a witch and all i could think of was does the dad know um well parenthood makes you blind to and that's what yeah of your child and he was quite a big child the head was bigger but it honestly looked like an old man who'd been turned into a boy 
it also gives you an insight into the type of things that Dan observes. Yeah, every, that's true. Every week, very bizarre mind, very bizarre mind. Um, but I, I, You're that guy who's just staring at people, aren't you? I am, noting it down and recording it on a podcast. <laughs> recording it in a cupboard. I've got a lot of time, especially if I'm on a flight and I see a man cradling yeah. a child that looks like an old man. <laughs> I'm going to say, does that... What I was thinking was, does he know... <laughs> is he embarrassed? Has he got how, part of... How would you tell him? I'd say, excuse me, you know, I take him to one side once he's not cradling the boy and say, I've noticed on this flight that your child looks like an old man that's been turned into a boy. Are you, are you aware? If so, how, how do you cope in what, social situations? Because people must yeah. bring it up. What if he breaks down? Then I'd say it's okay. Maybe this, you know, I've raised it now in private. You don't know me. I don't know you. I feel like there's a level of aftercare that you're not offering this man. Yeah, maybe I need to suck his fingers. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it could be a Benjamin Button situation. Yes, that's what it reminded it me. May Benjamin Buttrup. Yeah, so Benjamin Buttrup. Benjamin Buttrup. Yeah. yeah. Awfully Butt sorry for this news. I'll just suck your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that's <laughs> absolutely rough. I mean, I think a baby looking like a man is really horrific. Hor hor yeah. How do you say it? Horrific. You say horrific. Horrific. How hungover? Horrific. I think I've got the word horror horrific. in my head. Horrific. Hor well, it, it's that word. Um, but imagine a baby that was middle-aged or maybe a teenager with an old man's face. Is that even more scary? A teenager with an old man? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. a really old man's yeah. face. Somewhere in the middle. Or a teenager with a baby's face. That's terrifying. Sucking, sucking yeah, a, a baby teen. Ah, either way. You All know, sorts of issues with ID at supermarkets. Concepts for Benjamin Button too. Yeah. The weather is getting better in London. It means that people spend more time in parks. I want to know why people bring large portfolios of tat when they go to a park. Uh, last time I was there, I saw a woman with maracas, a man with a tightrope, and a family with a pop-up house for a child. Honestly, what are you doing on your days off? I'm in the park. On a, <laughs> the only prop I have is a blanket and a punnet of strawberries. There's a man... A what? A punnet of, of strawberries. strawberries. There is a man fastening a tightrope between two trees in the park. He's bought that with him and he's ratchet-strapped yeah. it. Yeah, right, I'll give you that. I've seen that many Thank times. You. Um, so wait, you're calling that a prop? That's a park prop. I'm talking... <laughs> Stop bringing props to parks. I'd say it's uh, an accessory. Okay, park accessory. Yeah, no, he's but, got a point. And then a gaggle of old ladies next to us. One of them had maracas. R really? She'd brought them out and started calacking. What's, What's the noise for a maraca? maraca. Calacking maraca. She started calacking the maracas. <laughs> was she good? Fantastic. Really? I mean, she she drew a crowd. Apart from you, were well, you furious? I was sat on my mat complaining. I was sat on my um yeah my tartan mat. Okay, now as you grow up, you get told a number of things by your parents. Some useful. Uh, some not, but there appears to be this universal list of lies that nearly all of us get told by parents, mainly mums. Uh, should we take a look and see if any of these ring true for us? Here's the first one. If you pee in a pool, there's a special dye that will turn red, so everybody knows. That's a fact. That's a fact? It's not a lie. It's happened to you? It's, I, I mean, I've seen it. You've seen it at pools? I've seen it in a oh, film, careful, you're, in, you're in the same territory as I might, now. I might have replaced this with a memory. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Have you both been told that? Uh, that's been told to me by many te yeah, teachers and people, and that yeah. it's very rarely happened. But I, I have seen it. Ha have I seen it? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in, yeah, I'm saying we're with just you. starting to create. Have we seen it? Maybe it's mums have been getting into Hollywood. This, I must admit, is, we've been phased. Have you actually seen it? This is maybe West Country. Because I've West never seen it. Education. I think you've been told it so much, you believe it. Because I've been told it as well. Yeah, and I believe. I'm 31 years old. I still believe it. That's blown my mind a little bit because 
I genuinely thought that I'd, I'd actually seen it, but now I think about it. Have you seen it? No. no. But this is, the power, this is the power of these <laughs> lies. Perfect crime. This is the power of these lies that they just stay with you. <laughs> so Next you're one. categorically saying it's not true? It's not true. It's absolutely not and true. If I've I got test, research. If I yeah. test this soon in a You go and test it and you film it on your phone, put it in a sandwich bag <laughs> so it doesn't get damaged, and let's see what happens. That's a real... That's deep, man. That's proper conditioning. Well, here's this one. Uh, if you sneeze with your eyes open, they might fall out. Yeah, I've been told that as well. Have you? That's a fact again. Again, I believe it. It's not true. No, that is a fact. No, it's a lie. It's not true. Also, at all. have you ever tried to sneeze with your eyes open? Yes. Very difficult. It is difficult, but your eyes are not going to fall out. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> Don't they say that same thing about if you go on a bungee jump or something, you're going to close your eyes before it projects you back up into the air? Maybe. Because they'll, they'll come out again. That's a more niche one. That's a niche one. That's a niche lie. Yeah, for mums who run fairs. Right. Sitting too close to the TV will, ru- will ruin your eyesight. Yeah, I mean, that one's more of a, a kind of, I, I, you know, that I just faced. I watch too much TV to care. Mm. Adam and I both wear glasses. I was so going to say, I'm looking at, yeah. It so appears like. Apparently it's a lie. <laughs> it's Apparently it's a lie. It's a complete lie. Shit. Yeah. Um, if you swallow your gum, it will stay in your stomach for seven years. Oh, that's true, surely. Holy shit, that's true. It's not true. It's no lie. way. It's another lie. Adam's, now, Adam's been to the hospital recently. He's got a large bolus of gum. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I had it lodged. You swallowed one of those massive everlasting gobstoppers. Yeah, they used to tell me horror stories that if it lodged in your throat, it would become a huge bubble that would yeah. blow up and down your throat and completely stop you from breathing. Oh, heavens above. <clears throat> I thought I might have that in the nasal pass. So when you realised you had an Adam's apple, it really confused you. <laughs> sure. it terrified you at the same time. The gum tree is growing, Mum. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening, Mum. Uh, a lot of these are swimming pool based. You can't go swimming for 30 minutes after eating. Yeah, no, that's got to be true. Again, complete lie. What happens? Nothing. You're fine. Just might feel a bit full. What yeah. you know? But mums make out. You're going to void yourself in the pool. Mums are bastards. Oh yeah. It's not dads, is it? It's mums. It's always mums. I've tracked down some odd ones online um, from various people. Here's the first one. <laughs> some people's mums are a bit weirder than others. Don't play in rain puddles. You'll get polio. <laughs> <laughs> Mother from the 18th century. <laughs> this person said, my, my mum told me that the dust under my bed, if not kept clean, would turn into a man. Well, you have to keep the dust clean. Otherwise it turns into a man. And I thought about that every night before turning off the light. <laughs> mm, dirty dust. This person, this, this person said, yeah. my mum said, she told me the grease spots in the street in front of our house were stains that were left from children being hit by cars. <laughs> <laughs> Who had ventured out into the street? That's outstanding. Wowee. It's all this blackmail stuff to, to kind of get good behaviour, but they don't realise what's happening to the children, I guess. And what happens in later life. Exactly. Mm. Moving on. This is a brand new game for you both. It's designed to test your perception and skills at the highest level. I have some audio clips here, uh, all taken from a wide range of different people. I'm going to play each clip, and then afterwards, I'll give you two options, and you'll both have to tell me which is correct. So, join us, if you will, as we play Who Said This? Who said this? Who said this? Okay. (laughs) So, here is clip... Clip number one. Listen carefully. I'm going to ask you uh, afterwards and give you two options. Here we go. Number one. Who's telling me that's a beach towel and not a bath towel? Okay. Was that a cash? Was that a cashier or a chemist? <laughs> Can we try it one more time, please? One more time. This is the. Who's telling me that's a beach towel 
and not a bath towel. Cashier or chemist? Mm. It's a cashier. Wrong. It was a chemist. Gosh. Mm. Clip number two. Ready? If it were two inches wider, I'd buy it. Was that an art director or an archive analyst? You can each have a different answer, by the way. I'm going to... No, yeah, but it's just, you know, there's only one of those, I know. (laughs) That was an archive analyst. If you're an archive analyst, you don't want a girthy load, so... Yeah. It's not him. He doesn't want a wide... Something wide, he's going to have to store that, so... It's an art director. We're going for an art director. Both both saying art director? In tandem. No, it was an archive analyst. Bastard. Sorry, guys. Okay. Okay, clip number three. Some of the most renowned saints have been sinners. Saint Peter, for example... Famously dined nude and would eat litres of Wall's Viennetta. <laughs> Was that a historian or a handyman? <laughs> <laughs> when was the Wall's Viennetta invented? I didn't realise yeah. it was a food for the ages. That's a, it's that's been around a for a while, was obviously. It, it's made in Venice. Is that where it comes from? I don't, I don't think Wall's is a Venice-based is company. It, is it? No, it is. I think they want to try and make out that they are. Surely it's a, it's Vienna. It's got to be Austrian. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's a it's uh, it's a handyman for sure. What do you think, Adam? What was the other one? Historian. Yeah, that one. It was a handyman. Oh. It was a handyman. Yeah, and just a knowledgeable handyman. You can tell in the tone in the voice. Yeah. yeah shit. Oh. Clip number four. I'm on the cusp here, David. Pass me those wet wipes. <laughs> was that a naval architect or a neurologist? Was that? Here we go. I'm on the cusp here, David. Pass me those wet wipes. A naval architect or a neurologist? <laughs> a neurologist. Oh, nasal. Naval architect. A nasal. A nasal, nasal architect. I thought it was a nasal architect. No. That's a na- what were we saying, Dan? I think it was a... Uh, whatever the neurologist. That is. That's one, it yeah. was a neurologist. Yeah, uh-huh. well done. Okay, clip uh-huh. number five. Adam, you've got to up your game. You're well, losing. So, you know, I'm, I'm seasoned pop quizzes in my bag. Here we go. Right. Clip number five. Okay. Come on, chapel two. Jumapel, Graham. Je au compost bin. Was that a French student or a French teacher? Uh, it was definitely a student. Oh, a teacher, for sure. No, it was a student. I can tell that one. No, a teacher. It's got the confidence. No. It was a teacher. <laughs> What's a teacher? Clip number six. I've got one green laser, three smoke machines, and a faulty glitter puffer. Was that a tour manager or a landlord? Ooh. I'd love to live in that flat. <laughs> landlord, yes, please. I'll take a landlord. Mm. Oh, so obvious, isn't it? It's going to be neither. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> no, I just... This is the one I, go on. What I've, what I've lacked in not knowing for now, I can tell in his face it's neither of those and it's another one again. It was actually a landlord, but it was not a property landlord. It was a landlord at a pub. Yeah. Lovely, like that. So you're both wrong. Uh, Clip number seven, here we go. Fisherman's friend, fisherman's foe, nearly took my bloody arm off. Is that a quarry manager or a solicitor? (laughs) (laughs) Fisherman's friend, fisherman's foe, nearly took my bloody arm off. Quarry manager. Uh, Quarry manager. It was a solicitor. Last one, here we go. My feet are so dry and puffy, I just need to sit down. Was that an internal or external auditor? <laughs> That's external. Adam? Puffy feet. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> the concentration on Adam's face. Internal. Internal. It was external. I, <clears throat> and that was the end of Who Said This? Mm. Who said this? Who said this? 
Okay, now as we all know, uh, in the exciting world of podcasts, things can change at a second's notice. Uh, we were meant to hear once again from Worcester-based CCTV operator Colin Mott uh, to see what he's caught on camera. However, Colin has been on a team-building away day this weekend in Sandringham, so he's not had time to record anything. But do not panic, I've tracked down a worthy replacement in an equally, if not more intriguing, industry. Okay, so we have digger operator Keith Shrub. So this is Smooth Digger Operator. No need to ask, he's a smooth digger. 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 So, well, op- uh, well, digger operator Keith, what have you seen this week on your digger? Uh, I wasn't working last week. I had the week off. Right. Did you do anything interesting at all? Or? Uh, I've done a lot of LucasAids. I did three in a day. Sugar sends me hyper. Okay, thank you, Keith. That was smooth digger operator. No need to ask. Digger. Okay, good. Now, (laughs) last episode, I revealed that I was receiving some strange calls from a businessman named David Raisin. I really like the Raisin. I know. Despite me sending him various messages uh, to the Raisin saying he's got the wrong number, uh, the voicemails keep coming. Should we have a listen to the latest one he's left me? Yes, please. Definitely. Okay, here we go. Uh, David Raisin. Matthew, hi, David Raisin here. Listen, stuck in a loop, linked in, linked out, 30% tap water, forced marriage, deviled eggs, met the team Tuesday, held back, spatchcock, wouldn't miss a trick, might miss a finger, met a baby named Dean with big legs and dry lips, curry too hot, ate chips all night. Okay, thanks, Matthew, bye. To return the call at your normal call rate, press hash. Oh, he's <laughs> such a brazen raisin. Yeah, that, yeah, so, well, that's another one from him. Thanks, David. Do stop calling me, though. No, do call and, and try to get through. Answer your phone next time. Answer it. He always mm. calls in the dead of night. Let's do some listeners' questions. This is from Harold Campbell in Portsmouth. Harold says, Dear Dan and Adam, I'm a night warden at a boarding school. Part of my job is to catch anyone out past curfew. It's a tough job, as children, especially rich ones, can be very cunning. However, I've recently developed a new technique, which involves using theatrical makeup to disguise myself as a spiralised oak banister. <laughs> Once in costume, I simply sit motionless on the stairs and wait in the shadows to catch any rule breakers. However, last night, after a six-hour shift, I caught a glimpse of myself in the bathroom mirror and thought, is this me? Is this the Harold Campbell I once knew? Haven't I got more to offer the world? Now I feel like throwing in the towel. Please help, as the costume was expensive. I was saying with many things in life, you've just got to keep going at them until you get it right. Yeah, exactly. So he should, what, keep going? Yeah, why not? Keep persisting. Keep chipping away. In different places, different houses, different yeah. mm. public. Yeah. Well, he could, yeah, freelance child catcher. Have you ever played um, Mousetrap? No. No? I've never played the game Mousetrap? Oh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, when they catch the mouse, it's that plastic basket that falls over the... Yeah. Or we could use that on children. A traffic kid under a basket. Yeah. Nail it to the floor. Uh, this is from Tina Deborah in Glasgow. Sorry, who? Ooh, double first name, like that. Tina Deborah. So, no, that's yeah, not Tina... Real. That's not a real name. It is real. They're all <laughs> right. real. Right. Tina from? Uh, Glasgow. Tina Deborah in Glasgow. Tina says, Dear Dan and Adam, last week I was in London 
Did I see Adam outside the front of the Lion King feeding fruit pastels to a working sniffer dog? If it wasn't... <laughs> If it wasn't, then sorry, but it did look like him. His ankles were tarnished from Soho Puddle Splash. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it you? Uh, yeah, it was you. Mm. You shouldn't distract those dogs. They're working dogs. Uh, I was just, you know, minding my own business. You can evade facial recognition, but you can't go away from Tina Deborah. Yeah, Tina Deborah is on the lookout for you, and she's caught you interfering with a working sniffer dog. I think I'm getting a name for myself on the show. Potentially. Well, that happened a while ago, didn't it? I like the Lion King. Do you like Soho Puddle Splash? I do. I do, yeah. Your dirty ankles? Yeah, they were sudden. Okay, this is from Rob in Exeter. Dear Dan and Adam, after my girlfriend left me two years ago, I've been in an open relationship with a large cardboard box on wheels, who I've named Mrs Richards. Mrs Richards has a marker pen face and has moved around my flat via a series of ropes and pulleys. I've even managed to create a hands-free system allowing her to open the front door and greet me when I return from work. (laughs) Lately, however, Mrs Richards' structure has begun to give way. Her pleasant deep brown tan, now a faded mottled mess. Her once-pert flaps have become soggy and weak. I hate to admit it, but I think it's time to replace her with a younger and perhaps more corrugated model. Any thoughts, Rob? (laughs) <laughs> consider moving to um, yeah, corrugated card roll mm. what just a roll yes just a roll and she, he could wrap himself up in it he could wrap himself okay I think he's trying to make them more human two corrugated rolls for legs one for the middle part of the body and then and then across for, across for the arms and then um, just maybe just a ball of cardboard I'd, for her I'd head maybe just suggest a laminate he, can, he needs her to be able to take her outside that's true what, so he could laminate Mrs Richards and give her a longer shelf life yeah sure or maybe just find you could put the cardboard boxes to one side and move on to humans <laughs> potentially no if you've moved on to cardboard you've already moved away from humans I'm pretty sure of that okay alright so um, well thanks for that Rob I don't know if that advice helps you um, okay moving on so it's time now to get a update uh, from Miami from Adam's friend Miami Tim let's give Miami Tim a call and get a Miami update here we go Hello. Tim, hi, it's Dan on the Big Viv Show. How are you doing? Yeah. Listen, um, can we get a Miami update from you? I'm here with Adam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm right on the inner coast on the Yarman River, and I've got a boat. I've got the swimming pool right there, convenience store, barbecue. Mm, great. Um, everything's good. It's just hot as my ass is out there. It's like 95 degrees. Really hot. With the humidity, it's 100 degrees. Huh? Yeah, I'm on the bus right now, mate. Uh, um... Okay, well that well that was extremely insightful. One of those next week because uh, that was great. So we are coming to the end of this week's episode. Do subscribe and follow us on iTunes, Acast, and Spotify. If you enjoyed the show, send it to someone you like as a cheap gift. If you didn't, then send it to someone you hate to waste their time. Thanks for listening, and thanks to our special guest today, Dan Mosley. Many thanks. And as always, mild thanks to Adam Furman. Say right. goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye as the glamorous of Hackney. Goodbye, you cow. Do join us again for a load more nonsense. Goodbye. I'm on the cusp here, David. Pass me those wet wipes.